Welcome to What Is It All For, a podcast designed to help you grow your online business and pursue a spacious, satisfying life at the same time. We're your hosts, Jason and Caroline Zook, and we run Wandering Aimfully, an unboring business coaching program. Every week, we bring you advice and conversations to return you to your most intentional self and to help you examine every aspect of your life and business by asking, what is it all for? Thanks for listening, and now let's get into the show. And I'm here too. (laughs) Now, do you remember any of the cliffhangers slash like breadcrumbs that you left in last episode where you're like oh we'll talk about this in the pramble tops of the next episode oh no oh uh, wait well story of your life what was the pramble top i wanted to bring up in this episode i <laughs> do have two oh, because i always do you know i always have i'm always available for pramble tops. it was something about traveling or something i don't know first pramble top was it the airbnb story uh, did we say we would oh, do that oh you want to share that yeah we can share that oh, okay let's we share have that three, three pramble tops three pramble tops Okay, first... Tell, if they're a new listener, tell them what a Pramble Top is. A Pramble Top... I like to do it every once in a while. Hey, can you? You're fine. No, can you? <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Pramble Top, for those of you who are brand new, because we've had an influx of two new listeners. Mm-hmm. So for you two new we listeners... We are up to Hello, 14? Sean. Hello, Micah. Uh, our two new listeners, probably no one named Sean or Micah listens to the show, which is fun. <laughs> anyway, this is our preamble topics. That's so, right. So, you know, you listen to a podcast. Like, if you listen to popular podcasts, their preamble topics are seven minutes of ads. Right. And you're just like, fast forward, fast. Like, I can't fast forward enough. Now, potentially, you might do that with our show if you're like, get to the episode content, get to the True. episode Some content. Some people probably hate the preamble tops. Other people are like, I hate the business content. Had, I'm here for the preamble tops. I don't even look at our Apple reviews anymore because who does that anymore? No one does. Does it? That's, wow. that's old hat. Somebody who just left a review feels really special. Do they? Are there any? I don't even know where to look anymore. Um, but we get emails from people. Yes. And some of the emails that we've received in the past like, couple months are, when I started listening, I didn't want the Pramble Top. Hated the Pramble Top. And now it's I what I look forward for, to the most. Yeah. Yeah. They're like the rest of the it. episode. Oh. oh. <laughs> okay. Three Pramble Tops. First Pramble Top, an update on the... Um, are you a top sheeter and are you a feet tucker yeah. with your comfort? There's a lot of very heated, uh, passionate de- opinions. Debate, debates. debates. Yeah, I would say happening. Uh, one thing that I found very interesting. Yes. There are many Slaughterhouse Nine uh, <laughs> fans. Believers. Believers. Yes, Slaughterhouse Nine <laughs> believers. If your feet slip out of that comforter. You're, they're coming for you. Shing. Shing. The machete just lops your feet off. Yeah, and I know to that's catch a you horrible, up to speed, if you have not listened to the Top Sheet episode, Jason has an irrational belief that if any part of his l- bottom half of his body yeah. is hanging out of a comforter or sheet, that somebody's coming to slaughter. There is a murderer, and like his machete tingles. You know? <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> and he goes, shing, and he takes it out, and he comes right from my feet, and I got to suck him back suck in. Suck him back in. Now, we have other people like you who just, right now, this is why I'm remembering this, your feet are just out from under this blanket. Because we've talked about this, it is a thermoregulating device. That's how I take my internal temperature and I go from zero to two. How was that? Was it good? Was that you? What is going from zero to two? I don't know. Not at all. No idea. Anyway, uh, I think the overwhelming consensus was with me, Uh keep your feet tucked in. Oh, okay. We did have plenty of people, though, that were not feet or tucker inners, so that's okay. You can do that if you want. Yeah. Uh, Oh, the one other update that I really liked, which I think we're going to definitely do when we're traveling full time, is if we can, 
double comforter. Yes, this, this is, is a, a new This hack. is a big move. This is a life hack I did not even think about. Because when you're at home and you both have for many years figured out your, your comforter, comforter situation. situation. Yeah. I know just, he knows just the right amount that he can take without leaving One me high and dry. at home that we have, it works. It works. Okay, but when you're in a new place, in a new Airbnb, we've been trying this out. Different comforters. You don't know the. You You don't don't know know by feel. You don't know the width. You don't know the width. You don't know the 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 weight. You don't know how it slinks off your body in the middle of the night, and so it it can be cause for some marital. How many centimeters are we working with here? Do I get my appropriate forty-seven centimeters, and you get your appropriate forty-one centimeters? We can't do that on the road. I'm not going to bring a uh, a measuring tape to the bed. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, you know the amount of centimeters of blanket that you want? No, not at all. I just said that, and I did it authoritatively. How many times have we <laughs> talked about this? My God, you say things so confidently. Confidently. Yeah. What did we say that it was last night in the car? Sar- serious sarcasm. Seriously sarcastic. Seriously sarcastic. Yeah, that's me. So you deliver your sarcasm with such seriousness yes. that people, including my mother, my best friend from college, <laughs> have gone so far as yeah. to be like, can you tell me when you're being serious or I not? I don't know. Can you if, do a quick follow-up to you, like yeah. sarcastic, in a sarcastic tone? I don't know if Brooke listens to this podcast, but hey, I do love that Brooke... We were. We, I just hung out with her the other day. This and, is my friend from college. Yeah, and she was like, "I need you to start I this need with you to start I'm it. being sarcastic because yes. I can't. I can't tell, <laughs> and it really. I don't know how to do this. Yeah. And then I realized, and then I'll say like something nice, and yeah. she's like, I, "I don't know to believe that. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if I can believe that. <laughs> okay, so uh, wrapping up the. She, wait, can I tell a funny yeah, sure, story? Sure, sure, sure. She said she walked up in a conversation where you were talking to Rich, which, who is her husband, and you both were fully in a conversation where both of you were like, you know, it's just so nice to have like an equal partnership in a marriage where yeah. like the per like you just feel like you really have a teammate and yeah. Brooke was like are y'all uh, absolutely right. shitting on me and Caroline right now or are you being serious yeah, and, we were being serious. and I thought that was so funny yeah that was great okay so to wrap up the uh the comforter discussion while we're traveling we've been trying this in two Airbnbs this will segue nicely into our Airbnb debacle mm-hmm. we've been trying the not two duvets or comforters but mostly it's like oh there's a blanket in the closet We'll give you, you the, get blanket the blanket or you get whatever. And you get the comforter. This has been working out well. We haven't yeah. had any discrepancies. I like it. I can like tangle myself you up. Can I can all, do my thermos. Yeah, you got like half your body hanging out, and there's just like seven guys in our room with machetes like look waiting. How, look at how brave I am. Yeah, they haven't chopped any of your feet off those. That's not good. Yet. All right, let's segue into the Airbnb saga. Debacle. So we're gonna have so many of these next year. It's a rite of passage. Yeah, this is if you want our Airbnb diary, <laughs> this this is where we're gonna share it. And part of me really wants to because we're going to stay in at a minimum 20 Airbnbs oh, in yeah. 2022. I almost want to start just like a Airbnb story Tumblr. Like a, <laughs> Yelp, a, Yelp, a Yelp app just for Airbnbs that Jason and Caroline's like yeah, stay just in. A, but like also to leave the reviews of like interesting furniture choice here. And then like a photo of like this super obscure piece of furniture they nestled in a corner. Anyway, let's go to the debacle and you can okay, share it. So, you know. Set the stage. I'll set the stage. Yeah. Where are we, we coming from? How are we, we feeling? Our first stop in our Florida saga is Vero Beach, Florida. Yeah. We search for, we like, here are some things that we like in an Airbnb. Uniqueness, like a different vibe, but somewhat modern. Yeah. And, um, it, you know, just like has a vibe. We, there wasn't a lot of modern in Vero Beach, Florida, but we found this little casita. It's called the Coconut Casita, yeah. Vero Beach, Florida. It's a little guest house. Uh, run by a couple and it's not furnished in any type of way that is our normal style but boy is it just like cute yeah, it cute. is ve- it has a personality it's very like 
old Tropicana yeah. vibes in Florida. Um, lots of like botanical illustrations, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. a orange juicer on the counter. Anyway, very cute music french parisian music is playing wonderful. upon arrival anyway wonderful. very great so we're like yes like yeah. 10 out of 10 nailed it nailed it yeah. first airbnb so great the second airbnb that we have lined up is in saint augustine Florida. this is the oldest city in the united states oldest for those of you who don't know yep. Yep. but it's this little modern it's called the wedge house it's this little modern house um that looks fairly new but boy is did they go all out on the like decor. Yeah. If you, every corner of it has I would a recommend personality. If you're someone who is ready to subscribe to the Zook Airbnb diaries, but you want a preview, just Google St. Augustine Wedge House yeah. Airbnb. You will find this place. So you can, you can see it. You they can know what They did a really great job. Anyway, on, it's please. very like Instagrammable, I would yes. say. They have like a full Instagram thing. Uh, and so it just was really cute. We were so excited. We we walk in. Very, oh, sorry. I just want to, I want to paint the mental picture please real quick. Please do. Uh, imagine like in Las Vegas, if there was a hotel for influencers uh-huh. and like, Vibrant. An influencer house. Yeah, an influencer Ooh, house. I know. Go ahead. It's very much, you don't watch The Circle on Netflix. Yeah. It's very much like like a production team like yeah. styled it to be on a television yeah. show. Yeah, there's like bright colors. There was like a cool green brick light wall. Fixtures. Light fixtures. There's like a, a, a water, photo backdrop wall. A, photo backdrop, a watercolor painted accent wall. Yeah, like, there's bunk beds, but yeah. with like really interesting like colors and things. And so anyway, hopefully you get the picture. Very cool. Of, we were walking so this place. excited. Very different from the... Casita. Yes, we were so excited. We walk in, and I will say that the decor 110% lived up to the photos. Absolutely. So that's the first thing you look for, right? Is like, is my expectation of this based on the photos match? Yeah. And it did. Now, upon walking in, there was this like strong smell that hit me in the face. That clean, like clean, a clean it, smell. It read like a clean smell, and so I yeah. was like, oh, they must have just cleaned the house. That's very nice of them. It felt almost, and then it, it sort of. <laughs> I like how you say it like not air, not every Airbnb cleans before you get nice there. It's very nice of them. Yeah. Oh, that was so, so kind, nice of them. you know? But yeah. And so then it hit me. So first it hits me like, oh, it's clean. Then it hits me like, oh, they must have like disinfected like COVID stuff or whatever. Because yeah. it's it started to hit me as being more strong. Yeah. And so then, then I'm looking at Jason. He's like, oh yeah, that's strong. So then we think, okay, let's just open up the windows. Well, open before up, that, sorry. Before that. Go, you, you go right You're ahead. doing like. Barreling. I'm going to give you like a six out of 10 on sure, this sure, storytelling sure, sure, here. Sure, sure, sure. We take our bags out of the car. We're ready to move in. We just had a great experience in Vero Beach. So we're just like, this is going to be great too. Yeah. We're going to unpack right away. We put on some Michael Buble. Oh yeah, we just we set the mood. We went to town packing. Un- unloaded all the little groceries. groceries. Yeah. So we are, we're fully unpacked at this point, right? We've been there for 10, 15 minutes. We're feeling the vibes. We're walking around the room. It's not a big place. It's mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. you know, 1,000, 1,200 square feet. It's not very big. And then all of a sudden, the smell, this, this, this uh, clean smell it starts to just like get Become, a bit stronger. And it becomes like very in the forefront of your mind. Like suddenly yeah. it's like, I can't think about Michael Buble because all can't I'm think thinking every five seconds is like, whoa, that's What's strong. What's the smell? What's whoa, the smell? That's strong. Yeah. So I open up, there's a sliding door, there's a little outdoor patio. I go out there and I'm just like taking a break from the smell. And I'm like, hey. Because at this point, is this where your headache starts to develop? I'm starting to feel a little tingle feel like, in my head of like, I'm, this doesn't feel good. I'm starting to feel like a weird, like, kind of burny sensation in yeah. my lungs yeah, is yeah, what yeah. I'm feeling. Yeah. So I think you mosey on outside. You've fully unpacked. I'm yes. fully unpacked. Yes. Groceries are all unpacked. We're like here. We're ready. I'm so, uh, The Wi-Fi is on three of my devices already. <laughs> I'm outside. I'm just kind of like looking at my laptop, yeah. sitting at this little table. And I'm, 
I have a headache. And listen, I don't know about you. I was afraid to say anything. Yeah, yeah. Well, because I didn't want to start with like a negative foot. Yeah, and, everything. and also you know about me. I'm not a sensitive person. Yes. So I'll never say if anything is wrong. Yeah. Unless the, it's the really Airbnb wrong. The Airbnb could be like ripping off your limbs, and you'd be like, mm, I don't know, I'm a little uncomfortable. Was my, were my feet out of the comforter? <laughs> I deserved it. Uh, so you walk outside. Again, wa- been watching too much Walking yeah, Dead. Yeah, yeah. The true. metaphor I went with was that it was ripping, ripping off my your limbs. limbs. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be I like, yeah, cool but it's it. nice here. It's gonna look cool on, on Instagram. You walk outside, and and I think we both look at each other, and I'm like, I have a headache right now from that smell. And I'm like, do you? You're like, yeah, yes. I don't feel good. Like, my chest is burning. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm actually feeling, like, feelings of anxiety. Like, I can, like, feel yeah. my body is, like, charged up. And, yeah. like, my heart is racing a little bit. I was like, this is not good. So I send them a message on Airbnb. They're super responsive yeah. whole time. So I'm like, hey, like, has anybody ever mentioned the smell, like, the chemical air freshener smell is, like, a little overpowering? Because it's like I have a headache right now and I'm not someone who complains. Like I'm really trying to like tell this person I don't complain. And he writes back super quick. He's like, nope, never heard that before. Like maybe you're just sensitive to it. Which by the way, I don't see how it's possible. They've never gotten this comment before. So we're, you know, we're kind of like looking around. We're still standing outside. I'm like, you know, I don't know what to do here. We need to go to the grocery store to get some more things. No, that was actually, he goes. um, No, no, I know. I'm saying like we're doing that. Then I get another message from him. It's like, hey, there are plug-in air fresheners in every room by this point we've opened up doors and windows to try to air it out and we're like it's there's not fans getting better in every room we turn all the fans on and then of course he comes back and he's like yeah yeah there's those glaze those febreze, febreze. plugins febreze. in every single room and we're like well that makes sense as to why it's not airing out so carol throws her mask on I, I <laughs> goes on, on a mission i don't even want to go back in the house at this point comes did, out have did i google like can Febreze air fresheners Cause like burn trouble, your lungs yeah, or something? Yeah. Like, yes. By that point, I have. You come out with a handful of Febreze plugins. Just and, like, and I go, where do you want me to put them? And he goes, toss them over there. He makes me put them in the grass in, in the, the corner. corner of the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So by this time, we're like, we need to leave. Those are unplugged. We checked all the rooms. There's no more in the house. Let's leave for an hour. Like, really take our time at a grocery store. You know, like when you go to a grocery store with no list and you're just there for like, it's been a long time journey. since we did that. So we went to the grocery store. We dawdled. We got some things. Too much junk food. Was that food. super hard for you? Dawdling? Uh, no, because at that point, yeah, I just didn't want to. Yeah, you just wanted wanna... to be. We were both like, <gasps> we were like breathing yeah. in in the parking lot. We were like, oh my God, I We were walking better. through the grocery store and I was like, do you feel better? Like, I feel better. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm feeling better already. We get back to the house. Long story made short. We walk back into the place. Boom. Smacked in the face with Febreze smell. It's not going away. I have a look of panic on my face. Like, are we going to have to? Because I was already, I was trying to stay open-minded. But in my mind, I'm like, I do not feel safe sleeping here and breathing this in. Really? Like, I'm not trying to do the catastrophizing thing. But I was like, I'm paying attention to the signals my body is telling me. And it is telling me, like, do not sleep here. Yeah. And I'm with you. Like, I, you know, as soon as we walk back in the house, that smell hits me and like the headache starts to come back. And like, I can feel like sinus pressure. Yeah. I'm just like, this is not healthy. Like, I don't want to be in a place that's this chemical full. And here's what I really think happened. I think the cleaning crew came. They saw the Febreze things were low. They plugged them all back in with new cartridges. And it was just like full blast, all brand new. And it just overloaded. Like, I'll give them the, the benefit of the doubt. That's that probably maybe. not that bad. Yeah. But it was awful. And so we sent them a message. They were incredibly gracious and were like, we're so sorry. We'll fully refund you, which on Airbnb doesn't happen all the time. So luckily your mom lives in town. So it was like 15 minutes away or 30 minutes away. We were like, hey, can we please come stay in your guest bed? 
She's never been happy in her entire she's life. She's pre- been preparing for this for her, <laughs> her whole, whole life. life. She's like, I have pot roast Towels on. Towels are ready. I, the, I washed the, the sheets, sheets yesterday. And she, like, I was like, Mom, did you do this? Yeah, I yeah, was like, did yeah. you strategize with this Airbnb to like kick us out? So we packed up. We got all of our things. We got in the car. We drove to your mom's. We that night just had a lovely evening with your mom and your stepdad. I got on Airbnb, started did some rescouting, mm-hmm. uh, which we were. That's a lesson to learn for our travels next year. Is it's to have backups. Have some backups ahead of time. I found a great little place. This is where we're sitting right now. No Febreze plugins no. in sight. There was one plugin that you found, and we immediately plugged oh, it, unplugged it, threw it on the floor. Um, the thing that is interesting to me about this. So first of all, the thing that we had to remind ourselves when this happened, your instinct is to be like, "Crap!" Like this, like oh, unforeseen thing. But I was like, "Listen, we knew that, and we know that next year when we travel full time." we're going to get to places that aren't what we expect and that we're going to get curveballs. And so I really looked at it as an opportunity of like, how are we going to handle it next year when we're traveling? How would we want to handle that situation? So I kept thinking that. And so I felt like we did a really good job of just staying even keeled about it, coming up with a plan. Um, and and then I almost felt it was like a rite of passage to be yeah. like, okay, we, one of these Airbnbs did not work out. And it was a shame because it like was so well done. Yeah. And the thing that sucks about something like that is there's no way you can plan for it. Nope. You just can't. And it's not even like they did anything wrong because yeah. they they thought, oh, this is, I'm doing something nice for my guests. Yeah. But it, they, it just happened to be like too much. And so I don't know if going forward, that's something we should even ask is like, hey, do you guys use those? Do you have Febreze No, I'm being plugins. totally yeah. serious. Yeah. Like that, because even the smell of it, it was on my clothing when we got to this new Airbnb. And I told Jason, I'm like, it's tr- it's literally triggering me right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think the other thing just to share there here to kind of wrap up our Pramble, I know I have one more Pramble top, but that'll be really fast, is making decisions based on like your health and your mental health yeah. over money. Yes. So we very like quickly were like, I want to leave. What's the cancellation policy? It was like a 50% refund. I looked at it and it was going to be like, literally the place was $1,400. We were going to get $400 back. Yeah. And we just decided both of us, like that's a lot of money, but for like, $1,400 is not worth our long-term health. Right. And it's not And of not course worth, that number is going to be different for everyone. It is, but I just bring it up because I think for anybody in any situation, it's important to realize like, okay, if you can't afford to book another place, we would have just stayed with your mom, yeah. you know, for, for four nights and it would have been fine. Or found a hotel or something. No, but, but I'm saying if we, if we like money was really tough for us, really right. tight, we would have just stayed with your mom. We right. wouldn't have spent any money. That would have been our backup plan. We would have had a friend. Like there are always other options and not to stay in a place where your health is going to be jeopardized. <laughs> Yeah, because the thing I kept thinking is even, you know, even if, like who will never know what the long term impact of being in that chemical environment is, but I know what the short term impact would have been. And I wasn't actually in a, I have been in a really good place with my anxiety on yeah. this trip. And all I kept thinking to myself is like, I'm going to, this is going to trigger my anxiety being here. And it's going to ruin the rest of, not ruin, but like it could yeah. really negatively impact the rest of this trip. And I'm not willing to do that. Yeah. Okay. Last Pramble Top, you know, now that we're 20 minutes into the episode. Oops. Uh, last Pramble Top is from a Cinnamon Rollers out there. What's up? How you guys doing? Thank you so much, by the way, on the wet cinnamon roll topic for just embracing the fact that wet cinnamon rolls are the right way to have a cinnamon roll. Delicious. Unless you're in a pinch, you need a dry cinnamon roll. It's better than no cinnamon roll. Also, I love the people on Instagram who send me DMs of all kinds of cinnamon roll related things. Love it. Bridget recently sent me cinnamon roll cookies. Mm-hmm. Uh Claire sent me a cinnamon roll tower that someone Ooh. baked and she said challenge accepted question mark. <laughs> uh and then there were a couple other ones which just like recipes to try. Right. Um what I wanted to bring up was when we were dawdling in the grocery store mm-hmm. 
one of my coping mechanisms to deal with this Febreze (laughs) slap in the face was, well, now I want some cinnamon rolls because those make me feel good. That made their way into their cart. But what I'm not going to do is bake a whole batch here in an Airbnb. So I got some Manny's organic Mm. cinnamon rolls in the little canister that you twist and pop open and you throw in the oven. When are we going to eat those? We being me. Yeah. I'm going to eat those tomorrow morning. That's my breakfast tomorrow. I'm very excited. But I also want to let the cinnamon rollers know I'm going to be making my at-home cinnamon rolls with my mom next week. (gasps) That's cute. We haven't baked together in many years, but we always trade recipes and other things. So we're going to probably end up making a double batch because my grandparents are coming down. And then, you know, it's just like, you got to have enough. You got to have enough, obviously. So for all the cinnamon rollers out there, I do have to-go options. I'm not sure how it's going to go in Europe, but I'm sure I'll find something. And then I'm also going to be bringing my recipe with me as we go. Okay. All right. Let's get into some weird stuff that we do. Besides everything that we just talked about that's weird. More weird stuff. So we thought it would be fun to do an episode. We realize we don't think we've talked about this much. You all know that we like to kind of brand ourselves as unboring business coaches. And this element of unboring and fun kind of is a thread that runs through everything that we do because that's the type of people that we are. But we realized that we never did a full episode telling you all the different ways that we kind of infuse fun into our life and into our business. And we thought it'd be fun to go over some of those and maybe it'll give you some ideas of just how to make your business more fun and realize that business is often portrayed as this like very serious thing. You can be professional without being boring. Yeah, for sure. And if you want a little visual metaphor to go along with this to have fun, you know those little glass diffusers you have in the bathroom with the little sticks to point out? Uh, bold choice talking about fragrance on the back end of I that. Yes. Uh, you know what I'm talking about, yeah, right? Yeah, reed little diffusers, yeah, little, I think they got little called. sticks that like point out of the water. Yeah, and, like, you had water. one of those in, your, you, in your house when yeah. we first met and I was like, oh, oh wow. excuse me. Someone went to Bed Bath & Beyond. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'd like everyone who can envision those Every time we talk about one of these weird things, you're putting one more of the reed diffuser sticks into the liquid. So like right now, it's just a little canister that's empty. And each one of these is like a boop. You're putting it in there to diffuse. To make things more fun? Yeah. Okay. You're welcome. That's a metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> boop. Very appropriate. Boop. Do I understand the correlation? No, I do not. Boop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so well, the first thing. These are just all different ways yeah, that we make no our business here. fun. The first thing is we love a stupid acronym love a stupid acronym okay love it we use stupid acronyms all the time in our business yeah honestly just first as like a mnemonic device just to remember certain processes and things yeah but you can ask our waivers like we love a stupid acronym so just off the top of our head we could list four but i know there are more and people will probably write in and be like oh you forgot about these ones a couple of our stupid acronyms poot 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 is our process for estimating time for a new project and deciding whether to do a new project. So it stands for plan, estimate, wireframe, and track. Do we do a full podcast episode? We did a full episode on like processes. If not, we were were gonna do a YouTube video, so we'll do that sometime in the future. But poot. And it's just funny because we like fart jokes. We love fart jokes. And you know that if you listen to this. Uh, Okay. Another one is this was when we did our coaching session on doing an open and closed launch. Yes. We now have an acronym in our business called a Jickly. A Jickly. And different than Geely. Different Gili than Geely. With Ben, ben Hoofleck. Who's a Benefer yeah. fan. Yeah. Uh, that was Jen and Ben, right? Geely? That was Jen and Ben. Sure was. What am I thinking of? What's the... Okay, it was. I'm yeah. thinking of the Mariah Carey movie that's glitter. Uh, glitter is oh, what I'm okay. thinking. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's not 
not the we same don't one. we don't use glitter jiggly, jiggly is, stands for just in case launch idea yes and so j-i-c-l-i and so oftentimes we'll come up with some type of like marketing idea on the second week of a launch like oh we'll do a live workshop on this or we'll do an instagram story thing on this but it's a just in case idea like, like if yeah. the sales aren't where we want them to be like it's sort of like another tactic that you can use to drum up sales yeah it's a jiggly it's a jiggly yeah always have a jiggly yeah in your back pocket. Uh, Basfa. Okay, I'll take this one. Take this one. Uh, Basfa is my favorite because... B-A-S-S-S-F. Yeah, it's I think there's three S's. It doesn't matter. That's the whole thing about all these. It, it is. Matter. There's three S's. Um, Basfa came about on this build a Squarespace site from scratch. Start to finish. Start to finish. Yeah. Which is so many things. Um, on YouTube. It was a series we did. Yeah. And this has actually been our most successful series on YouTube. Yeah. We still get people finding these videos. It's now two years later and we even get comments where we were like, this video is two years old, but like still super helpful. Yeah. Um, but I, just in the past 24 hours, I've received emails from people like, hey, I found you through your PASFA. And they'll like write it out. Yeah. And, and I'm just like, it makes me so happy because that's like just a simple thing there of, yes, anyone can record Squarespace tutorials. Anyone can do that on YouTube. But to make it a series, okay, that one up, that's a one up a little bit there. To tie it together in some way, okay, that's a one up. But then to add the fun of like, okay, it has its own brand and then its own acronym that I remember you were probably so tired of me saying I it. was so mad at you because I was like, this isn't a word. I was like, <laughs> this doesn't make sense. And you were like, that's why it's memorable. Exactly. And I was like, it's absurd. It There is no sense behind it. And I'm the one who always wants things to make sense. Yes. Like your read diffuser metaphor. Like yes. I'm really mad that it, I don't understand we it. We only but. have one stick in right now. Yeah. <laughs> but... I also recognize that part of the reason that people, I think, resonate with your personality is it doesn't always make sense. Yeah. Like, you're nonsensical. There's a very childlike quality about you. Thank you. <laughs> Just like a little child. <laughs> but I think that is, that's what fun is in a yes. lot of ways. It's like the idea of fun, when you really think about it, is something for no purpose, yeah. right? It's like play. You don't always have to have a reason behind it. I think it's a very like adult quality to try to apply a purpose and a reason to things and a logic. And so when you do things that are nonsensical, it comes off as being fun. So I, also, I, I yeah. was skeptical. But I you, also think the, and but like now you love it, right? Love like it two so years much. later. Yes. Yeah. Love Baspa. And we, we really lean into the made up ones. Like Jickly is like a perfect example. Yeah. Like anytime we can get one, like Passe was another one that we had, oh, which was is our passe? writing formula. <gasps> That's our writing formula. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, oh, other writing forms are so Passe yeah. and it was spelled differently. But well, oh, I can just remember the SOAR system. Yeah, wait, exactly. Wait, wait. In, in Notion. Our, our Notion starter pack is based on a SOAR system. I think it's like set up, organize, act, and then review. I remember. And then we, Jason I used remember, an eagle sound across cow. our videos. Like, cow. I remember and, it wasn't SOAR. It was something, something else. else. And, and I was we, like, I was like, we ha it has to be SOAR. Like, yeah, you came in and you were like, I need you. Because I was the one coming up with the system. Yeah. He, you were like, I need you to name it in such a way that it, it's, it's like memorable. an acronym. And it, this helps because it helps people remember it it helps it stand out from other things and we almost I, made it the solar system we were we pissed we couldn't come up with an l yeah uh but i the reason why something like basfa i just want to sit on for one second because i think it's really really helpful for people if you exist in a space where there's a lot of competition there's a lot of people doing similar things 
you have to do something to stand out mm -hmm. and you have to do something that might be a little bit different or weird or unique mm -hmm. because that's what's going to resonate with people who you probably want to have in your audience or paying attention mm -hmm. to you. And that doesn't mean that you have to go against what's your nature. Like if you're not a weird person, you're not a silly person, like you don't have to force that, but there's gotta be a way that you can figure out how to make it unique. Mm -hmm. And so I just think Baspa is such a great example of when we first did it, you didn't love it. But it just for me was like, this is how I make it fun because right. I don't love just recording Squarespace tutorials. Like that's not right. fun for me. But having it be fun, having it be a brand, having it be something silly, now many years later, it's like we have to do that with every project as, as much as we can. Like right. we don't do it with every single project because there are also just times when you just got to get the work done and get the thing done. Um, but I just think if there's a little thing you could take away from that one is is creating the acronym, creating a memorable name, something else. Like we have some other well, that's ways what I was to do this say. Too. It doesn't have to be an acronym. Yeah. So that's what I want you to take away is acronyms work for us because we just like the nonsensical thing of that. But how can you brand your process in a way that feels fun? How yeah. can you come up with characters in your business Which we'll or, talk about, yeah. you know, stuff like that. So um, that's kind of the first way that we just, we love a stupid acronym. Yeah. Um, another way that we infuse fun in our business, we love characters and themes. Love a good character. Love a good character. Love a good theme. A made up character for no reason and a good up theme. So let's go back to 2020. Mm -hmm. um, we all remember 2020. Uh, we were working on the redesign of Tea Tree. Yes. So Tea Tree is our online course software. I started it in 2014. Uh, you did the original branding for it, which is just like a very simple, this like gear Apple logo kind of mesh together. And it didn't really have branding. It had colors. Yeah. And it was just, it was very, very simple. And mm -hmm. that was the whole, you know, point back then was just like, it was nothing. There was nothing to it. No substance. But then as it evolved, you know, we evolved. And so when we started to sit down to do the rebrand, I remember you cobbled together. And this is like the first time we ever look at any other course platforms. Cause we just really try and stay in our own zone, build the thing we yeah. want to build. I did sort of a competitive analysis. I said, okay, what are the brands look like of other course platforms so that we can carve out our own strategic branding around yeah. that? Like, how are we different? Let's be weird for a second. Let's go ahead and name the brands, but not use their actual name. So like Bababi is one. There's like, you don't say the actual yeah. one, it just like rhymes with it. Reachable. Ah, reachable, yeah. Um, we have, hold on, what's another one? Porcera, you know? <laughs> Protra. Okay, great, great, great. Uh, sodia. I love a good sodia. Sodia. Okay, Man, anyway, a lot so, of people need to kick the sodia. So that's a perfect example, right? Like, just doing something like that little exercise right there, if you're in a brainstorm, if you're in a planning meeting, like, it changes the tone of what you're doing. It makes it more fun and it like puts you in a different mindset. So just as, that was just like a silly thing to, to show. So that was a sidebar of the we note do was when we like do, that. when we're doing meetings, well, that's actually, you're skipping ahead. No, but that's fine. Like I just wanted to like, but yes, that. when we, when we do meetings and stuff, we do weird stuff like yeah. that where Jason's like, okay, tell me everyone's brand, but you don't use their actual don't names. Don't use their actual names. So anyway, you did this analysis, you brought so all these brands this, together. Yes. And so, you know, when looking for a differentiator for us, something that it does help Tea Tree stand out is that A, we are a much smaller company, so it's yep. just us that runs the business, and everybody else you notice in the core software platform kind of ultimately takes on this very, not serious, but like, because like Podia is still like a very fun brand. I'm sorry, who? Um, Sodia. Sodia. is a very yeah. fun brand, but it takes on this sort of corporate looking yes. thing because there's regulations and people want to be professional, whatever. Yeah. And so I said, okay, let's do something weirder that yes. other people can't do 
let's use this to our advantage, the fact that we're small and that there's nobody at the top telling us we can't. Yeah. And so Jason said, I think we should come up with like a little mascot or some type of character that can represent the new brand and make and it fun. And could also be with you throughout the entire process. That's true. It was. Like that's, that's the other thing that I think is really different uh, just when you make that decision of like, it's not just something that's in a logo. It's like you have this throughout the entire thing. Right. And so I went hunting for different assets that I could use to build out this little brand. And I stumbled across this little monster illustration. <laughs> and I sort of like tilted my head and I thought, he's so cute, but like, he's just like a squiggle monster. Yeah. And I said, Jason, should like, is this weird? If yeah. And you were like, yes. No, and I, like, I love it. I was it. like, he's the idea monster. Like, yeah, I remember exactly. like, that's who he is. He's, like, he's Iggy the idea monster. And so we built the entire new tea tree brand around this little idea monster who yeah. just looks so adorable and he's doing very cute things he's like rollerblading he's upside but down but he looks like yeah. this like dark squiggle monster and yeah. so just weird stuff like that embracing characters embracing um adding personality and life into whether it's your branding yeah. or different parts of your business that can greet your customers and bring like life to things yeah and and my hope and you know we've we've seen this you know it's not like through the roof you've seen it with every customer but we've seen a bunch of customers since the redesign rolled out and iggy was on the homepage, and he's without you know he's throughout the entire app we'll get people who sign up and they're like i love this little mascot guy like yeah. i just it's so fun it's so different from all the other course platforms i've tried something to like grab onto with their brain yeah. like no one's gonna email you and be like just love the buttons that you designed, yeah, you know? Yeah. It's you like, really rounded those corners well. Yeah, but it gives them something to to add life and, hu not, you know, humanize, because yeah. Iggy isn't a human, but in that way. And so another way that this whole character and theme thing shows up for us is we didn't even do this really intentionally, but when we launched um, Unboring Business Coaching way back in, I think, fall of 2019. This is our monthly live coaching. This is our monthly live business coaching. I remember our first session was on this idea. I, we wanted to do marketing. We were yeah. just like, how do you explain marketing to someone who feels like it's such a broad concept? And so we came up with this surprise, surprise metaphor yeah. of a bridge. Put and another reed diffuser in your glass. You're welcome. Yeah. And so we did built this entire story around a bridge and islands and castles. And if you've listened to our marketing bridge episode, you know that story. And unintentionally again it was not strategic but it was just like oh i want to like introduce the metaphor to people so that they understand what we're saying when we say bridge throughout this whole thing we found this cute little gif sticker of a hedgehog with yep. a book open yep. on jiffy and i thought oh that's cute i'll, I'll put a little campfire like he's reading a story yeah. around a campfire and that's going to be story time where we tell people, okay, here's the story that is the backbone of this entire coaching session, yeah. right? Well, of course we do the first one and people are like, oh, he's such a cute little hedgehog. Like what's yeah. his name? I think Ray Chili was the one who was like, his name's yeah. Hoggy. Yeah. And so then we were like, okay, he's Hoggy the hedgehog. He, he always introduces our story time and you just like, you allow your community to also be a part of the fun with you Absolutely. and you and you do a yes and yep. if you're not familiar with improv that's that's sort of the rule in improv is you don't shoot down someone's ideas you build on it right yeah. so you say yes his name is Hoggy and yeah. he introduces story time and he loves massages he just wants a massage he can't get him but he loves him and so Hoggy became our story time mascot. Well, when it came time to do the next month's coaching session, I looked at Jason. I said, well, okay, whatever the topic is, I think it was website yeah. design. I was like, well, we got to have a story time. We got to have Hoggy in there. And that became the basis of our unboring coaching sessions. Yeah. There was always a story. There was always a metaphor. 
this is not something that I have seen other people do, you yeah. know? Yeah, and I, I think our Wandering Aimfully members will say that it's some of their most exciting part of the monthly coaching is to just like, okay, what's the story going to be this Just live in the story. And we, yeah. we, know, we know because we changed our the theme of our coaching two months ago right. now. And Hoggy wasn't in there. People, We did the first one and people were like, where's Hoggy? Like, we, we literally like, had a moment sorry. where like our members were like, where, is Hoggy not coming? Like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah. And it's so funny because we redid everything. We went to this different format called Unsolved Businesses. Yeah. And so it has this whole detective theme and case. Which and is, like, is also an example of, of this. Of, of doing by, this, By yeah. switching up the format, but adding this entire detective theme yeah. to it to make it fun about investigating your business. Yeah. And I think we just, we had all these new kind of like, quote unquote, characters. Not even like characters themselves, but like, okay, we got the light that shines. We have the evidence papers. We got file folders. We got detective things. All the, you know, these new things. We just forgot about Hoggy. Like, yeah. We literally people, forgot. People let us know. It, which you know that you have created something that people resonate with when you take it away and they tell you about it. Absolutely. Which is really cool. Yeah. So think about next time you do your project. I don't know, ask ask yourself, is there a way for me to add some type of theme or yeah. some type of story element to this that could make it a little bit more sticky or a little bit more lighthearted? Yeah. And just allow yourself the freedom to, to make it fun and yeah. sort of out of left field. All right, let's throw another read diffuser in the... Another read diffuser. <laughs> another way that we add fun to our business is, Jason alluded to it before, but we just do weird stuff in meetings and in our daily getting work done yeah. to like switch up the energy. Yeah. And... This takes a little bit of creativity. Um, it's so easy to fall into like old patterns and to just be like, oh, I'm doing my to-dos and blah, blah, yeah. blah. But simple things like, I remember we went through a period of time where we were doing our Monday morning meetings. Yes. And for a while, the rule was each person has to uh, bring, a song. bring a song. And then it would be so fun because it would be like, you know. I brought some 41 fat lip and uh, you're like, oh, hold on, yeah, hold on. Yeah, hold on, hold on. <laughs> then I'm like, all American rejects, you yeah. know, like. Um, little stuff like that where it only takes 10 minutes, but it totally changes the delight and the yeah. fun that you come into that meeting with. We do dance breaks. You yeah. do weird stuff. Like when I'm stressed out, you're like, stand up. Yeah. You like shake out my arms. Yeah. I like move you around like you're a robot, like a tin man. <laughs> uh, I love trying to force you to yell come and yeah, ha. Like yes, it's just like, love that. which Orange County we're putting on our, uh, movie Classic list to, movie put night, to watch. Yeah. Um, but just, yeah, it's, it's these moments in running a business where the mundane doesn't have to be so mundane and you can do that just by infusing in some different things. So if you're not, again, like if you're not a weird person, you're not a silly person, like I'm very weird. Right. I love doing weird naturally. things. It comes naturally. Your yeah. brain just, but you might be the person who's like, Oh, I, I need to make a cup of tea and put on my favorite album before I start a meeting. And that at least like gets me in like the mental space mm -hmm. to like, this meeting doesn't have to suck. Like I can mm -hmm. start it really well. Or, mm -hmm. you know, if you're someone who just, you don't like going through your like monthly bills or your expenses or, or whatever you know like maybe you have like puppy playtime with your dog <laughs> every time you're going to do monthly expenses you have to do puppy playtime first right and it just it creates these different pathways in your brain of this thing doesn't have to suck because i can associate something else with it and train myself to know okay this is not so bad yeah you could ask yourself just before you like how could this not suck yeah like and then do that you know if your brain isn't like a ours which just is always constantly yeah. very naturally gravitating towards weird things or asking yourself what if yeah what if i dot 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 yeah um another thing is we love to turn things into a game for no reason oh so yeah. for example i just finished up yesterday doing the final numbers for a launch yes so this is how many like i double checked everything this is how many sales we got this is how many affiliate 
affiliates we got. This is how many, how much total revenue we added. And I just made Jason guess all of them well, with no consequences whatsoever. That and you would have thought I was on like a game show, like American yes. Ninja Warrior. Yes. Like I got up and I was like, okay, like okay. I got a stance. And yep. I, you know, it's just like, it's those things that make it fun to, to run a business your own way and to like have your own thing. And also that bleeds into life. Like we're at this Airbnb, it has a pool. There's this weird like floating hoop but it's not a hoop and then there's like these rings that you throw in it and we just called it water sports game made up an entire game i made up the a point system for it <laughs> so arbitrary. and then we we the game was to a total of 21 points in the pool throwing these rings at this thing taking turns i arbitrarily said after a couple turns you could move it yeah and then at the end when i had 20 points it became the boss round and, and this i was is like where, what's the boss and round? caroline had a noodle and i was like you got to protect <laughs> this thing and i went and dunked on it and i won you know yeah but it's it's stuff like that that i just I don't want to lose doing that as often as possible in life and in business because it makes, yes, having a pool is nice, but like it's super boring just to like be in a pool for 20 minutes and like. It, like how can you make it fun? Yeah, how like, can you embrace your own childlike we'll remember qualities? That. Like yeah. we will remember water sports game and we'll probably never play it again after right. this Airbnb, but it was fun. Totally. And you know, even something as simple as like, okay, I got to get back to these email responses. Like how many emails can I get done? And yeah. you know, those little things that you used to do as a kid, like, all right, I'll time you go, yeah. go run to the fr fridge and get popsicles. I'm going to grab time an you. Oreo. I'm going to break it into 12 pieces. And if I can get through these 12 emails, I get one bite of Oreo after yeah, every exactly. email, you know, whatever just those fun stuff are. like that. Um, the other thing we have here is just a simple one, which is just emojis and GIFs. Yeah. Emojis this is, and GIFs. This is one of those that I think, I think people don't do because they want to look more professional. Right. And I do understand in a context of like, if you work a nine to five job and like your boss is going to give you a hard time to do it. Like, I understand there's some things there, but I just think, especially if you run your own business and you love GIFs and you love emojis, stop holding Embrace back. Embrace it. And I am just all about sharing GIFs and emails and surprising people with GIFs. And like someone will send an email and like, oh, their email got unsubscribed and I got to fix it. And like, instead of just sending back, like you're all set, like I send back like something silly, you know, from like the mask or whatever, you know, and it's a little bit nonsensical, but then that person is like, that's one of my favorite movies, you know, and like yeah. you just create this moment of joy mm -hmm. out of something that's very mundane. And again, I think that's kind of like a recurring theme of this. I think it's also interesting that at this point in time, the apps and the technologies that are really excelling the TikToks of the world yeah. or like the, you know, the Snapchat did it first with like the um, filters, yeah. but then of course, Instagram filters now, um, story filters, I mean, all of that stuff is sticky because I think people are joy starved. Yeah. Like we want to feel like kids again. We, there's so much terrible stuff happening in the world. Yeah. We can't ignore that, but we need some balance. We need to remind ourselves that fun is possible, that delight is possible. And I think embracing that is actually a way to allow people to draw closer to you, not to turn them away. Yeah, uh, I have a pro tip for those of you who wanna make your own GIFs of you mm -hmm. or of like your house or your work or whatever. So one is if you're a Vimeo user, Vimeo is a video sharing platform like YouTube, but it's different. If you upload a video to Vimeo, so let's say you sat at your desk and you just did like, like a thumbs up pose to the camera and you did like a writing and you did like a shrug, like I don't know, and you did like a party. You're recording this as video. You're recording this as a video. Yeah. You upload that video of you doing all those silly things. 
when you upload it, there's a little GIF capture feature where you can just select a part of the clip and export that part as a GIF. Yep. So you can just like really quickly make GIFs. Now, if you don't use Vimeo, there's another option for you and it's an app called GIF Brewery. I think it's GIF Brewery 3. I don't know why the number's in there. Um, but this is, I think, a Mac only app, but it's free. You can download it so you could still record the video, but then just play the video on your laptop and then you just record your screen or you can add yeah, the GIF video. Yeah, GIF is really great for turning screen recordings into GIFs. You can also import a video Yeah, as I know, well. but I'm just yeah. saying that's that's what I love that for. Also, the app that I like to use on my phone is called Image Play, I-M-G Play. Yeah. And you can turn video clips on your phone into GIFs or, or the other way around, you can turn GIFs into And I think like branded GIFs of your own business and of you or, or any of those things, they are super fun they also like it's a next level way of someone going like wow the attention to detail here is great like totally. we're eventually going to have a handful of them made for tea tree with iggy where when i like fix someone's like you know password issue or whatever yeah. iggy, iggy can be the response back with like a big thumbs yeah. up yeah i just shared on our instagram page something about that the reel that i did talking about like picking out gifs for our coaching oh, yeah. sessions yeah. and somebody in the comments i haven't checked it out yet said Oh, um, so and so is making me custom just with for my brand. Nice. So if you're like, I don't feel technically savvy yeah, enough, yeah. go to that reel. It's the one that's the Ursula from Little Mermaid, and it's about me uh, picking doing GIFs. picking gifs. Look in the comments, yeah. and you'll find someone who does that as a service, which is love cool. Love it. Love it. Okay, the la well, second to last one. Another read diffuser. Bing. Another read diffuser is a little bit related to the acronym one, but creating your own language. Yeah. So this takes a lot of like repetition, but I think creating a shared language between you and your community, even, you know, we have things that are just for us, but also between us and our community. So we just make, we make up words. Yeah. This is how we make it fun. Yeah. Uh, I'm in the kitchen and I'm like, you know what? It's time for a snack. I'm going to make a smoothie. No, I'm not. I'm going to make a smoothie. I don't even know how smoothie happened because well, I think it went like it this. like devolved. I think it went. Do you want a smoothie? And you go, yeah, I want a smoothie. And I was like, oh, you want a smoothie? And you're like, yeah, I want a smoothie. <laughs> a smoothie. You're like, oh, you want a smoothie? <laughs> Ew. And then it like turned into baby talk. But now it's like, so do you want a smoothie? Do you want a smoothie? It's just a word for smoothie. Yeah, and like you know, that's a life example. But moving on to business examples, so I'll tell you another way that this devolved. We were coming up with a process for creating our YouTube videos. Yeah. And so we were like, okay, well film the video and then you'll edit the first cut and then you'll upload it to this software we use called frame.io and then you know you'll go through it and comment on different places that you can add your little like twinkles yeah. to it and I was like oh twinkles and you're like yeah your twinkles and your dinkles and your stinkles and I was like okay <laughs> and so now the word the term that we have coined yeah. for adding graphics whenever you watch our YouTube videos if you see little a, gif stickers a GIF or, sticker whatever. Yeah. or a, a graphic come on screen those are called dinkles those are dinkles and that's just what they're called. They're not and called so now, edits. They're called dinkles. Yeah, and also it's a weird, like it's much shorter to say a dinkle than say like the graphics that come on screen yeah. in a YouTube video. <laughs> yeah, like I you need know? a dinkle right here. Like this needs a dinkle. This needs a dinkle. Yeah, Add a dinkle. That's fun. And so that's one that we've come up with. Um, a good example of this is Pramble Tops. Pramble so tops, this is where right we have ones that we just use, but then we have ones that we include with all of you all that are listening. And I feel like it creates a shared language, almost like an inside joke where with your community, yeah. you have words that mean certain things that bonds you closer together. So those of you who listen to the show, you know what Pramble Tops are. Those of you who listen to the show know what a cinnamon roller is. Heck yeah. You're not a lawyer. Cinnamon roller. roller. You're a no, lawyer. See, you tried. Where are my lawyers at? Where are my lawyers at? They're not. They are. They are not. The poll was so close, Jason. The cinnamon roll poll? Yes, the cinnamon <laughs> roll poll. Okay, what else we got? We got one more? Yeah, so the last final 
tip to all of this. And I hope that this has just given you some fun ideas about yeah. how to, and maybe maybe not even ideas, but maybe just a recommitment to making a, your business more or fun. Or a permission slip. If you're someone yes. who's been like, I've wanted to push the envelope, but I felt afraid to because people are gonna judge me or I'm not gonna look like a professional. Like, if you own your own business, it's not so much as important to look like a professional anymore as it is to stand out. Yeah. That doesn't mean you have to be weird. That doesn't mean you have to be, you know, wild and silly like we are, but it just means you have to stand out because it's all so crowded now. Right. So the worst thing you can do is just exist in the sea of sameness with everybody else. You have to stand out and you have to kind of like raise your flag and whatever that looks like for you. Yeah. And the last thing I wrote here is just to bring a yes and attitude above everything. Yeah. Because I'll tell you, it just makes, if you're going to be in business for the long haul, you have to enjoy the process. Yeah. And enjoying the process is always going to be better with when it's fun. When yeah. you wake up and you go, oh, I want to be doing this. I think a perfect example is you were working on Tea Tree's rebrand forever right so like it was long. months when iggy got introduced it like recharged you to work on it right it, and like gave you this new fuel to get excited about now there's a slippery slope there because you could be working on stuff forever if you just like continue to add more fun things to it so you, ha you have to know yourself and you have to know and like okay i can't add any more fun to this like it's fun enough but i think the point is that you want to have that yes and mentality and that that yes and mentality can actually like get you through Maybe something you've been stuck on or something yeah, you haven't worked on. Yeah, and I think on. of it like a yes and mentality with yourself. Yeah. So when you catch yourself having that thought of like, oh, could I add a little weird this? Yeah. Whatever those weird impulses that you have, kind of not shooting yourself down, not, as we say, bringing an umbrella to a brainstorm. Don't do it. But saying, yeah, could that could that work? Like, why, why don't I try it? Or this feels a little weird, but maybe that's a good thing. Maybe Maybe that weird impulse is now, like Jason's pointing out, a way for me to actually stand out in a crowded marketplace. Yeah. And maybe I should embrace that a little bit more. Yeah, for sure. Uh, all right. So if you come away from this episode and you're like, I am going to do something weird and you start doing it, we would love to know about it. Like, mm -hmm. let us know if you've done something weird. You've changed something. Hello at wanderingamefully.com. We'd love to just know like, hey, I was doing these videos and now like I'm doing dinkles myself and like here's how I changed them. Or yeah. I had this like branding package and I renamed it after my dog because I just love my dog and I want people to like meet my I dog. I had a cool. penguin suit lying around and I decided to change my Instagram profile photo to me in a penguin suit. Yeah, like uh, Elizabeth who just joined Wayne, she wears that giraffe hoodie and like- Perfect example. It's a very memorable thing. Yes. And also giraffe hoodie is cool. Like very that's cool. a fun thing. All right, let's get into some classic movies. Okay, we have two movies. We we uh we we're watching movies on the road because for yes. those of you who didn't pick that up from last episode or this episode, we're traveling for three weeks right now, so we're trying to figure out our, our classic movie night. If you it didn't might pick that changing. up for the twenty minute preamble, it's true. Um, so we had two movies last night. Uh, I had not seen the first one. Never. I mean, I no, I'd never even heard of it until you told you me. You had never it. heard of it. This yeah. was I had seen it when I was younger, and now I rewatched it, and I was like, mm, probably was. A little, a little advanced, little advanced for, for when I watched that. So that was Murder by Numbers. Murder by Numbers. This is a movie with Sandra Bullock, Ryan Gosling when he was 18. Yeah, okay, we're going to get to that in a second. We're going to get to that. Um, and then the second movie was Fun with Dick and Jane. Yes. Uh, so let's talk about Murder by Numbers well, first. Well, interesting thing about both of these movies, they're both remakes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, no, Murder by Numbers isn't a remake. It's just a... It's a fourth time remake of a story. Babe, I love you so much. Well, it's not a remake. I get you. I it get is you. an interpretation of a real life you. event. Yeah. It's been made four times, though. It, 
Yes. Someone made it and they remade it. But a totally different story angle of it. Uh, So yeah, very interesting fact about this movie is that it's based on 1924. This actually happened. A crime or something. But anyway, it's dark. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, Premise of the movie real quick. Oh, sure. Two young... Well, no, I know. Spoiler alert. Anytime we do these reviews, it's spoiler alert. It's not. You could say what the plot of this movie is without spoiling it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Two <laughs> young high school boys. Yes. Become if you just entangled don't. Okay. in a murder. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is so different than what I was going to say that doesn't spoil and anything. a local detective. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you're like, don't spoil it. And now it has to watching you go through untangle this. the pieces. <laughs> okay. Okay. Two so here's young the boys thing. murder Sandra Bullock. <laughs> here's the thing. They do not. Here's the thing about classic movie night. I think we should give ourselves permission moving forward. I didn't forward. mean two young boys murder Sandra Bullock. I right. meant two young boys, period. Murder, period. period. Sandra, Sandra Bullock, Bullock period. period. Okay. I think we should give ourselves permission moving forward. That we can just do full spoilers in our classic movie no! nights. Because here's the thing. We're doing two movies every single week. The likelihood that okay, someone... Okay, but can I, can I bring you a counterpoint? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Someone's listening. Yeah. Like you, they haven't... Who is it? Which, which listener? Micah. Micah's listening. She hasn't heard of Murder, Murder by, by Numbers. Numbers. Yeah. She wants to listen so that she can see if she's interested. She... Oh, now she has to turn off the podcast just because she's mildly interested in the movie Murder by Numbers? Here's the thing about a movie like Murder by Numbers. I could have told you the entire movie as we started watching it what was going to happen. Oh, that's not true. There were twists. We set the first thing in our notes. You want me to read our notes? Interesting twisty plot. Yeah, it didn't mean it Very like I didn't know slow. what it was. I just meant like it was like it was a good twist. Like it's a good Oh, oh, so there is a twist. Now you're admitting. No, I Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to slaughter these uh, feet. Don't. <laughs> My feet are poking Your feet are out. out. Uh, anyway. This is our notes. Yeah. Can I read our notes? Yeah, sure. Interesting, twisty plot. Yes. Very slow. Lots of inherent misogyny. Yeah. You guys know we like to comment on when things yeah. are not with the times, which we know for obvious reasons they're not with the times, but we like to give you a content warning. Yeah. Sandy B is great. Yes. Fun just because vintage Ryan Gosling. Yes. That's His, what I wrote. Yeah. I will give you content warnings. Yeah. It's dark. Yeah. It's a lot of... um. There's some abuse, domestic abuse storylines. Story yep. There's obviously like violence against women storylines. Yes. Um, so just be careful with that. Yeah. If you're not willing to tread into the dark places. And then also as you're watching it, if you do watch this movie, try not to get distracted by the fact that Sandy B and Ryan G were dating. Yeah. I said, I didn't, didn't, didn't they date after this? And Jason was like, wait, isn't there age difference? They were, they're, it's an 18 year age difference. He was or 18, 17 years. She was 35. I don't often worry too much about this type of thing. About the age differences. But when you get into that territory. When you're a teen. When you get into that territory. Feels, I don't love it. I'm going to be honest. I don't love it. I don't love it. Now, Ryan G, very advanced. He's a very advanced man, but I just don't love it. And I'm now thinking back to this movie and I'm like, I don't love it. I don't love the idea that you just got your driver's license two years ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, that the movie was... There's a power dynamic. That's what it is. The movie was entertaining. The movie was, again, a good twisty plot. To me, it was just the pace of the movie. It was, was so just slow. Like, oh, it was very, very slow. Yeah, and I think because I had seen it before, I was not too annoyed by the pace because I, w- I had 
already I was just already in yeah. because I knew. Yeah. But I get that. So I gave it a seven point five potatoes. Yep. You gave it six potatoes. I gave it six potatoes, yeah. And I think that's fair. Like it is an enjoyable movie as you watch. This is it. the rotten potatoes scale. This is our rotten potato scale for Micah and whoever, yeah. whoever it's else. Not rotten Sergio. Is that the other person? I have no idea. Um, Sean. Sean. He goes by Sergio though. True. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, so our second movie of the night was Fun with Dick and Jane. Moving you on. You mentioned to- before we even started this. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. I remember distinctly. Well, this makes more sense because this movie came out in. 2005. It did? Yeah. Okay. So I would have been, whatever, like a junior in high school. But I remember. I was getting my <laughs> first job. I think I really... I was out of college. I got my first job. Yeah. That's well, crazy. Maybe we need to reckon with our age difference then. <laughs> well, we're six years apart and you were in your 20s and I was in my 20s. I think we're doing okay. That's true. Yeah. So I just had this like preconception of this movie. I told Jason I'd never seen it before and I think it's specifically... The I name. don't know what I had <laughs> against the title Fun with Dick and Jane. Okay. Can I, I tell this, you my irrational thing? I just think this is so funny. Like to the, not watch a movie because the name of the movie irks you. Because I think it's based on something like a book or something. Yeah. You know, the whole like C, Dick, C, yeah. Jane, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that simplicity like really Bothers rubs you. me the wrong way. <laughs> Maybe it's because I'm such a talk, like a chatty Cathy and you I are. like being verbose. But the sentence structure of the title fun with dick and jane really bugs me yeah and that is the absolute irrational preconception that i guarded my heart with this movie never saw it and never saw it yeah so this movie stars jim carrey at the peak of his career basically taya leone at like the kind of like upswing of her career she's great uh she's fantastic and alec baldwin at like the peak of his career as well um, and why those are kind of interesting to say the budget of this movie they spent a ridiculous amount on this movie you couldn't guess it uh, you if you're listening to this and you're like oh it's a Jim Carrey movie okay yeah like they started paying a lot of money like 40 million dollars 30 high. yeah 100 million 100 million it's insane that's insane um, also there's no way Taylor only got paid in matching the men that got paid which she should have which she should have absolutely great. she was fantastic Anyway, the plot of this movie is if you know the story of Enron or any one of these big, big. huge companies that basically like defrauds the company or defrauds stockholders or just is like a fake company essentially, it's that in a fictitious company. And Judd Apatow was Judd Apatow was one of the writers in the movie. Um, Jim Carrey was actually a producer on the movie, but it's the whole idea of. This guy, Jim Carrey's character, Dick. He's uh, been working the la- corporate the ladder corporate for ladder 15 forever. years. He finally gets a big break, only to find out that his big break was to be the fall man for yeah. this company. And Alec and then Baldwin they basically, is the CEO. And, and then all their money gets taken away. Yes. And like, how do they cope? Yeah. And and how do they change everything? And so it it's, a, it's an interesting movie to watch in 2021 because there are certain parts of it that you're like, that's just early 2000s, not funny. We thought it was funny. We don't do that anymore, but like... There's a there's a lot of cheap Mexican tropes, I yeah. would say, used as humor. Yeah. And you so, watch it now, and you're just like... It's so Objectively, it's not even funny. Yeah. Like, it really, like... And I think it's just because now we know. But even back then, it's just like, why are... Like, okay, so we're just like, making fun of this enti- group of people? Yeah, and there's like an entire scene that's literally... The the joke is deportation. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's not funny. It's not funny at all, especially nowadays. And I, I, that is part of this movie where it's like... It's cringy because you know that they can do better, right? Like, you get yeah. to a scene later in the movie where Jim Carrey... And Taylor Leone yeah. are robbing this this guy, 
and they're wearing these suits and they have these voice modulators. Yeah. And Jim Carrey <laughs> goes on like a three minute tear of just doing like funny things. Like, like being a robot. Being a robot, like, like doing a voice, like just. And that's where the movie shines. Oh is my like gosh. That I'm like, if this was an hour stuff. and a half of this, yeah. the movie would have been a 10 out of 10 all day long. Yeah. Well, it's also very telling to rewatch a movie from 15 years ago where the, the crux of the joke is two affluent white people. Yeah robbing places to get money and like ha 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 no that's funny yeah and then there's no repercussions or At consequences all. and yeah. so you're just like yeah i can imagine i mean i don't want to speak for people of color ever but i can imagine watching these people and the joke is that they're robbing getting people away with it yeah and that it's that's supposed to be funny yeah. where there's plenty of people who get assumed to be criminals when they're not yeah and you know, get get put in jail for much much lesser things. But yeah. anyway, I know I know some of you are like it's not that serious, but it's like it is. You know, like yeah, let's rewatch I, some of these things with a little bit of a more discerning eye. And honestly, I think that's why we like sharing these classic movies with you too in this podcast is because we get to kind of talk through them and also understand and realize, hey, if you're if you keep any of these things in your head of like, oh, that's a movie I love from my childhood, it's like yeah, but. Go back and challenge that because I know that's a big thing for me with a lot of these movies. Like, yeah. I, like Gone in sixty seconds last week, I was talking about like I remember loving that movie when I right. saw it as like a twenty-one year old, and now as a thirty-nine year old watching, I'm like, I don't like this movie. Yeah, like I, I don't, I don't like the way that it treats characters and people and things. And yeah, I like. I think it's interesting. I know we've talked about this a little bit before, but. It it has turned, especially over the past like I would say year and a half, as we've just brought more critical thought into our daily lives yeah. about questioning our privilege and all of those different things and seeing things from a different perspective. It almost is this weird um, re-education going back through all of these movies because it allows you to see them through a different lens yeah. and to almost um, see the gap between what we know now and what we how we existed back then yeah. and it becomes a very interesting converse, conversation starter for especially both of us to yeah. just chat about things and be like oh why do we think that was okay or right. you know why did society as a whole think that was okay or um here's how this is different now you know yeah. and even certain things where you're just like so a good example i think i wrote down in my notes about murder by numbers where i wrote down like just a thread of misogyny and it's like I can't put my finger on it it's right. not like anyone it's is there it's the fact that like so easily a central element of this plot is like a woman tied up on a bed and she's the victim of a crime yeah yeah and like you know stuff like that it's like now we know how prevalent you know violence against women is and stuff like that so it, it allows you to take this like feeling that's very you can't put your finger on it to now educate yourself and go oh well yeah let me learn more about that. Yeah, and I, you know, I, I think for me too, again, like going back to the point of like why we share some of these reviews of movies that like, and there's a couple we haven't even talked about on this because we just, just don't like, even want to talk about them. Like yeah. we've turned them off or whatever. But I think this is a good example of one that's like, I don't know that I would recommend you to go back and rewatch it, but I might just for you to go back and be like, oh yeah, like I don't like the way that they did the Mexican tropes throughout the whole thing. Like, and I, I want to be more aware of that when I watch other movies in the future of like, oh, I don't want to support that type of movie or, you know, what have you moving forward. Um, that being said, the scene where Jim Carrey is up in the ceiling and falls <laughs> onto the desk and onto the floor and he actually hurt himself, but they left it in the movie because it was so And convincing. I called it in the movie. I'm like, oh, he hit his head hard. Like those are the moments of the like, trivia. you don't see that from many other people other than actors like Jim Carrey in movies like this. That 
that's that like real ultimate commitment to yeah. physical comedy and, it, and like you see that like that that's the one thing about this movie that i i would recommend if i was going to recommend someone who like loves jim carrey just seeing him at his prime and his physical humor like the way he runs with his shoulders shrugged yes. forward gets me every time and so it's, committed it's that stuff that i'm like I wish as a director and a writer back then, you could have just seen that as the the charm that is him. And every funny part of this just needs just, to play up on that. Yeah. Like, that's you didn't it. need like, all the other stuff. You don't need all the other stuff. So anyway, what was our what was our rotten potatoes? We both gave it five potatoes. Five potatoes, yeah. Because yeah. The, honestly, it would have gotten four potatoes for me, but the scene with the voice modulation <laughs> gave it a full potato. I wrote that. You said, Jim Carrey's physical comedy moments are the best. The voice changer. <laughs> yeah. If you just want to, honestly, you want to skip the movie. And Taylor they were so great together. They were. They had a really good They If chemistry. you just want to search YouTube for fun with Dick and Jane, like voice scene or like... Right. Maybe you know, that'll robot be there. scene. It'll probably come up. It's worth just watching it that way. He's great. Okay. All right. Okay. Those are our movies. That's our podcast episode for you this week. Next week we'll be at a new Airbnb. Maybe we'll have a saga to share about some air fresheners hitting us in the face. Hopefully we won't. If you use Febreze air fresheners, don't do it. I want to encourage you to stop. To stop. <laughs> to stop. That's our big takeaway from this episode. Please stop using Febreze air fresheners. Febreze, the sponsor of not this podcast. <laughs> Never. Okay. Bye. Goodbye. Thanks for listening.